1: What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than ninety minutes from wherever you are. Loud out, what do you got?
2: I have to be very honest. I'm not a huge NASCAR person. I never really seen it, but <laughs> I may be swayed. I may be swayed. Really? But yes. I'm going to tell you. So you, you why. go to like
1: Fontana to watch it, or I
2: mean, maybe not maybe that closer. swayed, But you know, just support a little bit more because for the first time, we have a Mexican-born driver who won at the Sonoma uh NASCAR Cup Series this weekend. Daniel Suarez, who is from Monterrey, super young guy, 30 years old, is the second Latino but first Mexican-born driver to win. So I'm like, you know what? If my people are in this, I might be down to watch because I've never really had an interest to watch. Mm-hmm. But near here, nor there, I loved what he said. I, he said, I have a lot of people to thank in Mexico, my family that never gave up on me. A lot of people did, but I didn't. I'm just happy we were able to make it work. My story is very similar to many, many Mexicans, Latinos coming to this country trying to find a goal or trying to find a dream. If I was able to make it happen, everyone out there can make it happen. I've, Like I said, I've never really cared for the sport. It's like kind of cool, but I'm kind of scared because I see all the crashes. Like, eesh.
3: That's why people watch. Really? Yeah, people watch for the crashes. I don't think people just watch for the really? crashers. Yeah, people I mean. who aren't really fans just watch for the crashes. Okay, that may okay, be. Okay, that makes yeah.
2: sense. Yeah. yeah, but I'm like, you know what? If one of my pasanos is in there, I could probably pay more attention to it. All right. So. All
3: right. okay, fair enough. There you go.
1: There it is, What You Need to Know, brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. What's the guy's name again, Laura? Just so Daniel know.
2: Suarez. And he's
3: Daniel from Monterrey? Suarez.
2: Monterrey. Mexico. You ever been to Monterrey? No, but I am going to go soon because oh, it's my friend uh, is from there and he has a few properties there. What
3: a city. What a beautiful, amazing city.
2: I heard mm-hmm. it's a very wealthy city. It,
3: it is. Mm-hmm. And that's why when you mention this guy, I mean, I don't know anything about his background, but there's a lot of wealthy people there. You just Holden? assume
1: that he's like, a, you know, some sort of tycoon that he's no. racing cars. No, no, like, no,
3: no, no. I assume that he comes from a rich like, family.
1: He's like Mike. Uh, uh, what's it? Bruce Wayne in Batman. He's just running around doing like, you know, stuff
3: like <laughs> no, that. No, I mean, I, I really I made an assumption. The assumption I made is he probably comes from a really rich family that could afford that he was involved in probably like, you know, sprint cars Party? and, yeah, you know, go-karting and everything as a little kid because it's an expensive sport, you know?
2: You might be right, because my friend, who is very well off here, his family is very well off over there.
3: Yeah, so, I've got a couple yeah. of friends down in Monterrey.
2: Monterrey. see, si. It's great.
3: I've been. It's awesome. I'll show you some okay. videos.
2: I like Jalisco. Cool. Just uh, right.
1: friends. From. So real quick, before we get to the Dave Roberts stuff. Uh, I'm sorry, before we get back to the Anthony Davis stuff, because there's people on hold that want to chime in about this. Okay? So we'll get to you in one second. Okay? So Lindsay sent me this quote. Uh, from Dave Roberts from over the weekend, uh, kind of getting into his team, lighting into his team a little bit, saying they need to improve their mindset, their sense of urgency at the plate, et cetera, et cetera. It was from Sunday's pregame scrum. Uh, there's no audio of it, but, you know, a little over a week ago, Cappy, he made the comment about Walker Buehler. Now, listen, I don't think he was wrong about saying that about Walker Buehler. It just so happens Walker Buehler, now we understand, is, is dinged up, and there will be issues for the Dodgers to realize for... Uh, you know, how they'll have to handle that
3: sooner rather than later. Yeah, which... Cause, cause dinged up George, I don't know, man. I mean, when you say he's out, he's I out four to six, six weeks. Oh, yeah. I, had, I had read six to eight weeks, but, but even still, I mean, Walker Bueller coming into this season, I mean, that's the ace of your staff. Mm-hmm. And while his record looks okay, um, he hasn't been good. He he, By his own admission, has not been good. Has not Correct. been himself all year. Now we find out he's got some sort of an elbow issue that he's saying, well, you know, I was kind of getting through it before, but today I couldn't do it anymore. So who knows what's going to happen here with Walker Bueller. This is a big story for the Dodgers right now.
1: It is a big story. I do think um, it will implore Andrew Friedman to probably seek a trade faster. And look, we've already talked enough about – they're starting pitching, needing some help, even though obviously Tony has pitched well. Um, you know, and they've had a number of guys in that five hole pitch well for them. Uh, even well,
3: though, it, what's happened so far, George, when you look at Walker Bueller, who's six and three, and you look at Julio Urias, who's three and six, you go, wow, they're still in first place, but Kershaw has been out for most of the season. Bueller hasn't been himself, and Urias's numbers don't seem to be what they were a year ago. But then, thankfully, you're lucky enough that a guy like Tyler Anderson and a guy like Tony right. Gonsolin are both seven and zero.
1: Yeah, and you know, there's there's uh, an expectation that Dustin May could be available, you know, down the road as well. So there's that. But then, okay, so all of that happens, and then on uh, on Sunday, they're playing the Giants, and in the eighth inning. I believe it was the eighth inning. There was two outs, and Trey Turner, a ball drops right in front of the outfielder and gets past the outfielder in center field. And Trey Turner, you would think, rounding second, as he sees the ball drop, is going to try to hustle to go home. You haven't scored a run. And he was asked about the play in that eighth inning, and his response was, quote, my run is not really that important. I ran. I don't know why this is a question. Now, I'm watching, I mean, I, I, I was watching the game, and at the time I was like, huh, that's weird. And I, I didn't have the angle, so I didn't know, it, well, did the, the third base coach hold him up? Like, was there something there that I couldn't see on the TV screen? Um, but then I, I noticed that, and then I saw the the video on the internet, and I'm like, oh, he just kind of pulled up. And it was just weird that that was the case. Now, I'm not saying he's dogging it or this, that, and the other, but I what I would say to Trey Turner is this. Be careful. And only because I remember Manny Machado, when he was here a couple years ago, made a comment about not legging one out to first base, and that just that ruined his relationship with Dodger fans, basically.
3: But he also came into town with kind of a reputation for being a guy who dogs it. Um, Trey Turner has a reputation as being a guy who's a total hustler. And so I'm not really sure why he didn't go for it. I mean, look, it's him. It's his body, it's his, it's his eyes, it's, he knows his speed, he knows where the ball is. I mean, does he really, do we really think that he just decided, you know what, I don't really feel like giving much well, effort I, right I, now.
1: I don't know. I, again, I'm not trying to get in his head. I'm just telling you what the optics are. And I, what I'd also say, yes, Manny Machado had a different uh, perception coming in. I think that what the thing I've learned in seven years here in Los Angeles, nobody gives a rat's ass what your perception was as long as you perform here. And they will give you a clean slate, basically, until you give them a reason not to have one. And they did that with Manny Machado, and then it became a thing. And what I'm saying with Trey Turner is this can become a thing if you don't if you're not careful.
3: Yeah, I mean listen, I, I don't know Trey Turner as being a guy who has any sort, Nor sort do of like, I. A, of a reputation, but what I'm saying so...
1: is these fans don't care. You know, and, and if it, if you don't I mean and I get it. Because look at Russell Westbrook.
3: He's what? from here. Dude. And they were like, "Nah, dog. You <laughs> you're Listen, we're talking about Anthony Davis. It doesn't take long for a fan base to, to turn, turn on, on. players yes. when they're when they're really highly paid, when they're really visible, when they're super important and they don't perform. It doesn't take much for people to turn on guys.
1: Let let's go to the phone speaking of which. Devin is in LA wants to talk about AD. Go ahead, Devin. <laughs>
4: Hey, what's going on, fellas? It's uh, always a pleasure to talk to you guys. What's going on, um I just all right. I just want to say, uh as a diehard Laker fan, um, to think that this is the guy that the Lakers are gonna be uh when LeBron leaves, this is the guy that's gonna be uh taking the head of the table spot, so to speak. Um he's he's injury prone man, um, uh, and it's just a bad look. You know, for him to be, you know, playing video games and then, you know, just kind of saying nonchalantly, "Hey, I haven't, I haven't shot a basketball since, since this." When, when LeBron puts out videos or little Instagram posts or what have you, you know what those are? Those are of him in the gym working out, uh, working on his body. You know, this guy spends millions of dollars on his body. It's like. I, I, man, I'm just so frustrated with with Anthony Davis, and, and I, I really think they should seek uh, trading him. Man, think about trading him. That's it. I'm out, guys.
3: Wow, you trade him uh, to the nuke squad.
1: Yeah, yeah, I
4: don't <laughs> think that. Uh,
3: mm-hmm. I don't think <laughs> Thank you. Going to trade him to the YouTuber video game guys.
4: Yeah,
1: I uh, look. I don't think you can trade Anthony Davis right now. First of all, we've talked about this right after the season ended, and people were emotional, and I get it. And Devin wasn't emotional, that's not what I'm saying. But, like, the reality is is you'd be selling really low. Like, you don't sell a commodity or an asset or trade a player, right, when... They're at their lowest value. Like it's no different than you know trading a stock. <laughs> you 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 know unless you desperately need the money, you're not trading that. You might as well just let it bounce. Try to bounce.
3: Yeah, um, I'm, and, not, and I'm not. I'm not for th- trading him either. I I can't see why you would trade him right now. Everything you're saying, a thousand percent agree. Like he's, you're not going to get the value for Anthony Davis that you could have gotten two years ago. Right? Can we agree on that? Creed.
1: Uh, agreed okay and
3: and and so the the issue the issue that we have george is will he ever be back to who he was two years ago that's the big question i don't know right and so the then it becomes like this are we emotional about it and because we're emotional we're going to make a mistake or should we look at anthony davis just as you know an asset in a in a game and you're like see this asset right here take out who he is take out what he's won Okay, take out how good he was two years ago. What is he today? Oh, he's only this? Maybe we should get rid of him. I mean, that's, that's the hard part of all this because most of us are thinking, if he's healthy and if he's right, he'll be Anthony Davis from two years ago. Don't we think that? Yeah.
4: Well,
3: we're either going to be proven right or we're going to be proven wrong. Well, look, he's
1: had... Look, two years ago after COVID... He absolutely came in in poor shape. He was not ready to start the season. Uh, He was not thrilled about the season starting as quickly as it was. But nonetheless, that was the issue. And then he had the Achilles thing. And then last year, the idea was perhaps he changed his body, but he changed his body in the wrong sense, where he got bulky and it became more of a challenge for him and he was less uh, fluid than maybe he had been in previous years with his movements and whatnot. And I'm curious to see what he looks like when training camp starts. I don't know what that's going to be, and I, you know, I'm not going to pretend to know, but I, do, I am curious to see because I do think that if this does not work out this year for him, then the Lakers have a decision to make, I think, for sure.
3: Well, if you want to know what kind of shape he's in, George, let me suggest to you to check out the Nuke Squad video that I'm watching right now that you've now got me obsessed with. Okay. You know, Anthony Davis is quite a gamer. Must be spending, yeah, he's very good. Must be spending a lot of time gaming. I don't know what game they're playing, but um, is, it, is it possible that this – I don't know what this game is called. Anybody know this game that Anthony Davis plays?
1: No, I'm not watching, so I don't know. What was... But I want to talk to Kathy in Redondo oh, Beach first. Yeah, Can I it. do that?
3: Yeah, please. Yeah.
1: yeah. Less about you on the nuke squad, more on Kathy.
3: Yeah, it's not about me. It's about Anthony Davis.
1: Hi,
5: Kathy. Hi, George. Hi, everybody. How are oh, you? Hey. What's up, Kath.
1: Hey, what's what's uh? It's it's five o'clock. It's five eleven. What's uh? What's the cocktail of
3: choice today? Happy
5: hour, Kathy. I got. I haven't drank in a while. I just been drinking water, like bottled water. You. Stay dope. hydrated. Yeah, nice Indeed. hydration for you. Yeah. Yeah. Or sometimes I'll make my own, but it's very, very little alcohol. Mm-hmm. I make it out of fruit juices, like juice cocktails. Hmm. You know.
3: No, like what? It. What do you mean? No, I don't know. What do you mean?
5: Yeah, you just like you know cocktail. you juice fruits and add fruit juices and yeah. you add yeast and you put it in gallons and after a week or so it's ready and then you strain it, you know, all the stuff out. And Wait, George, is it. that
3: what you were thinking?
5: It's just yeah, similar she makes to her own juice, her own real natural juice. Oh, seltzers and stuff like that, but it's really really low in alcohol.
3: Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Didn't know any of that. I thought juicing yeah. was just like you know put some stuff in a blender and stir it all up.
5: Yeah, well, that's what you can also do, too. It's just easier to buy them over-the-counter, like those naked and Ottawa's are better for you.
3: You like those, huh?
5: Yeah. yeah. All right, so, K-
1: Kathy, what do you got on AD?
5: AD, it's real simple. You know, and I think a lot of Laker fans are probably on the same page. They think he ought to be doing more. But the bottom line is it's really not up to them. It's right now, he, as long as he's under the doctor's care and if he's going to health south and Lakers doctor's, He's under the manager at Health South, you know, his therapist. And if he's treating his ankle and his knee, and I hope to God, maybe his neck and his back, because, you know, that's jacked up, too.
4: <laughs>
5: it is, because as many times as they fall, every time, you know, they got to keep that in, in, in line. And that's, they don't always think to do that, and they have to do a lot of strengthening. So, you know, um, that's really his call, you know, like when I was to work for Willie Davis. One of the things he always used to say is, you know, you got to want it. And he made us hats. You know, he taught me a lot of things. And, um, you know, that was one of my deciding factors back when I called you during the playoffs. You know, when I told you I'd become a Celtic fan because I really fell in love with Martin Whoa! Yep.
1: Yeah, Kathy, we yep. thought maybe you went a little too far on that one. i got
5: to be honest. Well, yeah, but here's too the much how fruit juice. The why. I never got to clear that up with you, and I love you guys so much, and I, I, I don't want that to destroy our friendship. No, no it it's not. It, it will never it destroy can, our friendship. We can all still get I was, along. I was wondering about you. How could I do that? Well, the how is I just got sick and tired of being sick and tired of all the missed shots and then losing and losing and then Ken from Newport Beach would call in and be drilling, you know, sleep after every game and you know he'd be writing a lot of things and then you know oh, I was going to break loose and you know it's just a I actually don't of, know, you know no it's
1: no just, I don't no but you're not listening to the sleep post game that's why
5: yes I am I listen no not them. you Cappy is what I'm saying no I just yeah, said,
3: Kathy had no. said to me you know and I was like no I, I, I don't I didn't know what she meant
1: Russell yeah because Cappy doesn't months. know
5: Cappy doesn't listen to the sleep mm. post yeah, game, yeah no know. I do. But um, and, then the, and then the why is because I don't have that bone name hate. Like, when you look at all those players like Jason Tatum and, you know, White and Williams and Marcus and all the rest of yeah, them, the rest of them dudes. they don't deserve all the hate that the world's dishing out their way. Hear
3: that, Laura? You'd you be hating. You'd be hating on the Boston Celtics.
5: You know, that started way back in the days of Jerry West and Magic Johnson and all those guys. You know, that was between them and Larry Bird.
3: It's a whole different era, Laura. Don't hate, celebrate. Here, listen to Kathy. Never. Kathy, and they, and the, listen nothing. to Kathy.
5: And, and I'm just Believe looking. I didn't, I didn't choose them because they were Celtics. I chose them because I felt, in my opinion, that they were the best players out there.
3: She didn't choose the Celtic life. The Celtic life chose her. No, no, no. No, no, that's Mark. true. Yeah, it was it was Kathy, smart. Kathy. It Mark
5: is Smart. I Kathy, mean, I, I think you need to go more alcohol. i in, in love the, with in him. The I really am. I'll be honest. You know, hook, line, and sinker, I just. I think he's just an outstanding player.
3: Big Marcus Smart fan, huh? Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah can tell. I, Kathy, I think you need to go with some more juices.
5: I agree. I mean, some, some more
1: alcohol in the juices. <laughs> Thanks, Kathy. Appreciate you.
5: let <laughs> some alcohol in it. Okay, yeah. bye,
1: guys. See you. Yeah. All right, I know there's more people that want to chime in on that, but, you know, whenever Kathy calls in, she doesn't call that often
3: anymore. But she does, uh-huh. like, ramble a lot. and it's, Oh, but you know, I love it. Right. No, no, and it becomes mesmerizing, doesn't it? Like, in some sort of weird hypnotic trance, like, she just is rambling, yeah. and you're like, I love it. I love, I'm just listening to everything she said. I love listening to Kathy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, you know, anyway. We also don't take as many calls as we used to. But nonetheless, we're taking them today. 877710 ESPN. 877710-3776. So let me know what you feel about the AD stuff. How do you feel about Dave Roberts kind of challenging his team? What the hell should the Dodgers do with Walker Bueller? And were you really upset at Trey Turner? Do you think he may have dogged it a little bit in that game against the Giants? Because it I, I mean, the, the perception is that he's pulled up. Like it was weird. You're down two runs. It's the eighth inning. You're on the road. Why aren't you trying to hustle to score there? Like I don't, I don't understand the logic to that. And he said he was running. I'm like, I mean, you
3: were I'm going back running. to analyze this video right now. I got. Yeah, analyze he's this. like jogging, dude. I got to analyze gotta, this video,
1: and I'm not that guy. You know that I am not that.
3: Guy. Wait a second. What do you mean? Which guy are you? Are you that guy or are you not, not that guy? I'm the guy
1: that's sitting here with the Zapruder film, trying to figure out, like, uh, you know, if a guy's like running or jogging or whatever. But that one seems fairly obvious to me that he's uh, jogging.
3: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
1: <laughs> I, it's so funny. You do the same thing you do with a rap song, except because the song is fast. You just speed it up. Yeah, you
3: just got to feel it, George. You know, you got to stay with the beat of the music, you know? Uh-huh. It's kind of like my Peloton class that I took this morning. You know, you got you to gotta stay on beat. Yeah. You know? Now, what's the best
1: song in this album, Forever Your Girl?
3: What is the best song on "Forever Your Girl"? Yeah, I'm gonna have to hear the songs before I oh, make come a choice. On. You, you don't, don't the know album, the huh? album, Paul Abdul. You were in like college. In I the know, 80s. but I have like, the top of my head. I'm not, like, I remember every Paul Abdul. I mean, what's song. the most? What's the most famous Paul Abdul song? Um, I don't know. What's the one where she's doing the dance with like the Pink Panther on the video? Oh my Cat. God! Yeah,
6: that's uh opposites attract.
3: Yes, that is that no, it. Oh, that's not the most famous. It's not song. the most famous.
6: No. What's the Straight most famous? Up, now tell me. Straight up. Yeah.
3: Okay? Is that on that album? Yes. Well, George, I didn't have that album. What album did you have? I didn't have any Paula Abdul albums. Did you? I did. She was a jam back then. Yeah, I, I could jam on the radio, but buying a Paul Abdul album was not something that I was doing. I can why tell not? you not. Just wasn't my deal. Why were you anti anti Paula? Better question is why were you pro Paula? Because she was awesome. I don't know, but admitting on the radio that you were, like, Mr. Paula Abdul fan, like, you know, as a teenager.
1: Yeah, that was teenager. First him. of all, I was 11. Yeah, Let's start there. Second of all, she was
3: awesome. She may have been, but I didn't have her album. Did you, did you ever own, a, like, a Madonna cassette yes or something? i've got a little madonna in my phone okay, as a matter then, of fact what is that so how is that any different I don't it's madonna, pop music yeah well i just didn't have any paul abdul albums i'm not i can't be shamed on that come on i'm not shaming
1: you but you you you're you were the one trying to shame me because i liked paul how abdul shaming? as an 11
3: year old well i'm just saying you still kidding, like her now as a matter you're of fact give me a hard time i don't have her album i don't know the album by heart i don't know you're a song. cold-hearted snake because i don't know all the songs on the album no, because you're
1: that's, uh, yes, that and you're, she's also got that song, Cold Hearted Snake. Oh,
3: you're a cold hearted
6: snake. Is ooh that it? Ooh,
3: look into my eyes. Oh, I know that song. I just didn't
4: Uh-oh. know it was on that album. He's
6: been telling lies. You know, I, I that thought. That part right
1: there. Yeah. That's
0: you. Yeah, that is you. Yeah.
6: All growing up, I loved Paula Abdul. I also had her tapes mm-hmm. on albums. Yeah. Okay. Um and my dad had me convinced up until I was like an adult that her dad was Abdullah the Butcher.
3: Oh, I love Abdullah the Butcher. He's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. <laughs> right. I was so scared one night my so father used to I... hide
1: that the foreign object in his pants yep. and then yep. my bloody fa- bludgeon you with it.
3: My yep. father and I once saw Abdullah the Butcher this is those old shows, man. And we were there and uh, my, we were close to the ring and my dad was doing what, what you're supposed to do in a wrestling match. You, you know, you, you yell at the bad guys and my yeah. father was yelling at Abdul, the butcher and Abdul, the butcher heard my dad. And for some Uh-oh. reason, like made eye contact and pointed at my father and like threatened that he was going to kill him. You know, like come up to the ring, you come up here. And I was like a little kid like, Oh my God, dad, Abdul, the butcher's going to kill you. You can't go up in there. And my dad's acting like he's tough, like he's going to get up in there and people are trying to hold him back. Like, I don't know why, but I've been petrified of Abdullah the Butcher my whole life for that night.
6: He's a scary no. looking guy. But yeah, my dad yeah. told me, like, he called her Paula Abdullah the Butcher. I love that. Yeah. That was her dad. But
3: you are a cold-hearted snake. Look into your eyes. Uh-oh.
1: You've been telling lies.
3: What's the next line? He's a lover a
1: boy, boy and something. something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
3: All right, so I'm watching this Trey turner thing just so you know. Oh my god. Okay, okay dale. I'm watching the trade turner thing. Your your complaint is as I understand it. He's uh, he sees the ball bounce, right? And then go past
1: the outfielder. Right. And then he doesn't like start sprinting to try to score from second
3: base. Well, are you are you complaining about him holding up at third and not just going for it? No, the mid cap if you watch the play... Yeah, I'm watching it. Over he's and over seen and over the ball again. bounce. Uh-huh. He's kind
1: of... He, okay, so here he is. He sees the ball bounce. He rounds second. Right. And then he's just kind of lightly jogging into third. He's not, like, booking it to get home. It's a two-run game in the eighth inning.
3: Your point is... are you is, supposed to sprint? Your, your point is he should be going for the score. He Let's should be, go. Full throttle, right. yes. And he's not. He's slowing down at third. The ball just got past the outfielder who dove. Right. Now, I'm watching this video and when when Trey Turner pulls up at third i don't know what's happening in right center field that's my well, big problem well
1: eventually that guy gets there but if he hustles he probably he has a chance to score There's i see a the chance for him to get there
3: i see the center fielder is going to cover for the right fielder who, who the ball got underneath
1: right eventually that guy gets there but like if he's running immediately on the bounce, okay, after a, the outfielder dies, because you see the other guy having to cross over to run and get the ball, right? Like, you see, you see the outfielder behind him sprinting, but he's still a ways away. So if you, at that second, you have to make that determination. Look, man, I'm not a $25 million baseball player, but I've watched enough baseball in my life to know, that's when you have to hit the boosties, you know what I mean, and try to get home on a, in a two-run game so in the eighth inning.
3: What did Trey Turner say, though, Lindsey? What was his comment about my running? He said, my run is not really that important. Huh. I
1: ran. I don't know why this is a question.
3: All right, and and what you're saying is, is that he was not giving 100%, correct? I, or he had a brain fart, one or the other. Either way, you're saying he's dogging it.
1: Dogging it is strong. What I'm saying is, I don't understand his logic there. Like, what was what was the calculus in his head that made him believe he shouldn't try to score there?
3: And yet, we can't see where the third base coach is in this. If he's holding him up, no, the, I, that I don't know,
1: and I didn't see it in any replay, and I haven't seen it. I didn't see it when I was watching live. I was just I, I didn't see what the third base coach was doing. But my guess is the writers who were there got a chance to see the play develop without any issues, and that's why they asked him about it, and he got testy about it.
3: Hmm. I mean, for for a guy who's as great a base runner as Trey Turner is, for a guy that's got a reputation of being a hustler, for a guy that has you know used his legs to score some you know crazy runs and and diving at home plate and everything. I mean, I just got to say, based on 13 seconds of video, I'm having a hard time calling the dude out for dogging it. You know.
1: But I didn't say he was dogging it. I just said, I don't understand the calculus he made in his head. Like, why aren't you running there? Like, what, what, what was the reason to not run full speed there in a two run game in the eighth inning?
5: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Do you listen to what I say or are you just making it up as you go? I'm listening to what you're saying, but what you're saying is you don't understand the calculus in his head.
1: Right. Because here's the thing, Cap, when you're, He's clearly eyeing – the smart thing is before he gets to second base, you can see him eyeing where the ball is and if the outfielder's going to make a play because if the outfielder makes an incredible catch, he's got to haul ass back to first base. Right. But he sees – hold on. He sees the ball drop and go behind him, okay? Here comes the center fielder trying to go the other direction, trying to get to the ball. He's got to sprint the other way. Why isn't he sprinting in the same capacity when it's like, yo – I, we have a chance to score. We have a score and he runs in this damn game. I need to at least try to make a play. And if he gets thrown out at home cap, I'm like, you know what? I'll live with that. But I can't live with you not running in a full sprint in that particular scenario when that is the exact scenario you learn in Little League to run full sprint.
3: I love what you're saying. Just so you know, I heard every word and I heard every word prior to that. You're questioning his calculus in his mind. Right, which is you, which, did you have which a brain is, fart is my question. Which is like saying you're not giving maximum effort in that moment. No, I'm asking you, what are you thinking? That's what I'm well, asking. But you're saying that he's not running 100%. Because he's probably thinking like, oh, I don't think I can make it, when it's like, really? That's the exact moment you have to push the you're, pedal. You're the fastest guy. You're the best base runner. You should have the autonomy. To blow through the sign and say, hey, it's 2 nothing." Well, we don't I- know if
1: there was a sign. Well, and my guess is that the writers, again, who were there, um, who asked him the said question, probably saw that there was no stopping him at third base. If I had to guess, maybe I'm wrong,
3: okay? Well, it sounds but like everybody's I- I questioning imagine- him, his effort on the bases. That's what it sounds like to me. You don't think so? You don't think that's questioning the effort? I'm not questioning the effort. I'm questioning what he was thinking. There's a difference there. Do you realize that? Well, I mean, you are saying that he should have turned on the Jets once the ball got underneath the, the outfielder's glove. Cap, let me ask you a question. You played football, okay? I mean, onside I kick, football,
1: ha- yeah. onside kick happens, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You're kicking an onside kick. Right. It goes ten yards. Yep. You're, you let's say ball gets bounced off, bounces off the defender's uh, pads. Yeah. Isn't everybody sprinting for the
3: football? Um, I mean, I guess you're supposed to, but I mean some guys like me are like, ooh, don't hit me, don't touch me. That Okay, but like your teammates, hurt. they're oh. all sprinting. Yeah, for those guys bit. are like, hey guys, get in there and try Correct. really hard. Yeah.
1: So when a ball bounces, okay, and he's eyeing it, he's looking right at it, Trey Turner. When he he's looking right at it and the ball bounces in front of and over a diving outfielder, okay, trying to make a heroic play, mm-hmm. he sees it and as soon as he turns, I'm like, Oh, well, he's gonna go. And it's like no, he he kind of just says, "All right, I'm going to make it the third. I'm just going to I'm just going to get the third, and I'm going to I'm going to pull up I'm going to pull up." And it's like I, I don't understand that. That's when you have to push the button there. That's when you have to because that's that's a play he's done probably a thousand times in his career, from like the time he's been playing baseball. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like I, That's why I
3: was stunned by it. All I'm saying is this, is that him getting defensive and saying to the writers that are talking to him, like, hey, my running is not the issue. I don't know why everybody's making a big deal out of it. That's like saying, "What, what guys, I'm on the field. I'm the one that has to make the decision. I am the. I saw it go behind him. No, no, I saw where the center worst fielder you, was.
1: The worst, you can't say my run is not really that important. Can't say You're that. You're down huh? two runs in the eighth inning. Mm-hmm.
3: Because you then can't people, say that. You, I know. You know why you can't say that? Because then people will question your effort. Because people will say, but I saw the ball no. go under his glove and then I saw the no, other no, guy no. and what you're down to nothing is, and you gotta make it home.
1: Actually, it's worse. I'm not questioning your effort. I'm questioning like your acumen. Okay.
3: In that so, so it's actually what you're saying is by questioning the calculus, it's actually worse. Than questioning his effort, because you're questioning where's his head? Is he thinking about his podcast that he has to go record in his hotel room why, why after did the you
1: game? Make him Draymond? I don't even understand
3: this. Well, I'm just saying that you're questioning what's going on in well, his brain. I'm just
1: wondering, like, dude, that play has probably happened a million times in your life. Like, how is this the one you're not? I don't know. And like, I, and by the way, yeah, if you come out and say I just had a brain fart, then I'm like, all right, you had a brain fart. It happens. I make mistakes every day. I mean, we know you do. That's for sure.
3: Well, but in this particular instance, what you've said is you're not questioning his questioning his effort. What you're questioning is even more of an accusation. You're questioning where was his head, right? Okay, got it. Now we've reached a conclusion.
1: But again, if you if you tell me oh, I just made a mistake, I'm like, all right. But don't tell me the run doesn't isn't important. Like, run that's doesn't crazy.
3: matter. Run doesn't matter. was I mean
1: matter? that that's that to me was wild. Like I'm like, what? Like what do you mean? I, again, if he just says, like, hey man, I ran it out. I just you know I I didn't think I could make it. Right. Even that's if he the answer. Me that,
3: yeah, that's the answer. I didn't think I could make it.
1: Yeah, if he says, I can't make it, okay, whatever. I mean, I honestly, if he would have said, I didn't think I could make it, I would have said what you said about the writers. I would have said, he's the guy on the field. He's been through this a million times. I side with Trey Turner. But the minute he says the run's not important, I'm like, whoa, that's defensive. Why are you saying that? That's silly.
3: And now people go on radio questioning your mental calculus.
1: All right, you know what? Way what to I'm go, question- Trey. I'm going to question your attire in a bit. I'm going to do that. (laughs) Yeah, I
3: hope you got a jacket for me.
1: I don't know. I'll figure it out. (laughs) After this combo. Now I don't
3: know. Really? An argument about the Dodgers? Really? No. Means no jacket? I don't know. Maybe not. No jacket for me.
1: I got to go to break. Laura's been yelling at me for two minutes, but you keep annoying me. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) You big dummy. Can we get that drop from, from Sanford and Son?
0: to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
6: The one and only. That's very nice. There she that's, is. That's like new, right, to the open? Yeah. I haven't heard that before. The Thanks, one and Alice. only. The one and only. Yeah. Here I am.
1: Cappy, I got you a jacket already.
3: Really? How's it look?
1: Pics, uh, it's nice. please.
6: Let's send pics in the group chat.
1: Yeah, can I see it? It's just a... I mean, okay, I'll take a picture. Go ahead, ask him first, then.
6: Okay, okay. (laughs) So, I'll start with you, Cap. Yeah, So, we already heard about how the Angels changed all their walk-up songs to Nickelback in a hapless attempt to end their 14-game losing streak last week. Mm -hmm. And, of course, remember, that did not work, right? Uh, But last night, during Sunday Night Baseball... Uh, ESPN reported that perhaps well, was the saddest wrinkle and unintentionally hilarious detail about that whole losing streak. Recognizing that the team needed some levity in the clubhouse, the 68-year-old Madden decided to switch things up. And Tim Kirkjian explained it.
1: Oh, I know this story. Do we have Tim Kirchin?
3: I'd yep. love to hear Tim Kirkjian. Yep. I'm a big Tim Kirkjian fan.
4: After consecutive loss, number 12, Madden got a mohawk haircut to try to awaken his team. But the players never saw it. He was fired.
6: I'm sorry, but I thought that the way that he explained it in like dramatic detail like that was quite funny. (laughs)
4: Right. They
3: never got to see
6: it. (laughs) So, yeah, 68-year-old Joe Madden got a mohawk. You know, it was kind of going to be a little slump buster thing. But, of course, the Angels players never got to see it because, you know, he got fired that day.
3: How come nobody heard about this? Like, you know, when Joe Madden, the day he was fired and all the stories were coming out about how, you know, the GM comes to his house and they talk about it and then he goes and he runs to the athletic and he does an interview. How come nobody mentioned, hey, I got a Mohawk to try and slump bust and the players never even, I never like, how come Madden didn't say to the GM, you can't fire me today. I have a Mohawk. The players haven't seen it. You got to give me one more game. I need one more game.
6: That's a pretty uh, interesting cry to keep your job. Right? I got a mohawk.
1: It would have been fascinating. A fascinating my, Might way work for to, you, Cap. Uh, yeah. I feel like
3: that's what you would have done, though. I have never had a mohawk. Me neither.
1: I've well, that ne- was
6: my question. Have you or would you ever rock a mohawk?
3: Have never had one. No. Probably would say I wouldn't. I've also no. never shaved my head. What about a hawk?
6: Did you have a hawk?
3: Fo- what is a fohawk?
1: When it's not like a real mohawk, because a mohawk is like shaved everywhere in the hair in the middle, uh-huh, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, a fauxhawk has hair still, but like just like a little bit of a rise. It where does the this in the, yeah. in the middle, it like
6: tri- uh, yeah. triangles up, I guess you could call
3: it. I, I, I mean, maybe some form of, of that, a fauxhawk. I just didn't know that's what it was called. Now that I do, I won't ever have it again.
6: I feel mm-hmm. like you, like Sean McVay, I feel like he may have had a fauxhawk He at has one. Point, or he does have he, one. He has one. Okay. I, I don't know if he has. He had one. Yeah, no, he
3: know. has one. He he rocks one. I feel
6: like I could picture him like he's no. one of the first people that come to mind. For sure. You never had one, Sedano? Never? No. Never tried no. out the faux hawk? Not my thing. Not down in Miami? When
1: faux hawk came into style, I was already too old
3: for that. <laughs> okay. Anybody here ever have a shaved head?
6: A we're, baldy? Well, I'm a girl, so No.
3: Maybe when I was a little kid, I did like the
1: razor thing, like probably in my house. Not the razor, but like the machine one time in my no, house. Just I'm talking like, it, like really summer, like
3: really yeah. shaved, like truly bald, shiny no, bald. No, no, no. I've neither. always
1: wanted to do that.
3: My, my I've had
1: two to be honest, but I don't know what my head would look
3: my, like. So. Same, and I'm too vain to do it. But I do. I feel like a couple of like bumps in my head, you know. And I'm well, like, I don't have any bumps,
1: so I feel like I'm okay in that regard. But like, I just don't know if it'd be something I'd want to rock. I, feel I feel like know, I have. You a know bump. what it is too. If you go bald like that, yeah. you need to be in really good shape.
3: Yeah, and probably have to be able to grow a nice goatee as well. Yeah, and, and probably, some facial hair. Yeah, right.
6: Yeah, uh, bald is a uh, red flag. Uh, not not a red flag, but it's a no. It's a no go for me. Really? No, yeah. not in the bald not even dudes. like by choice. Correct. Okay. Not a fan of the bald bald head.
3: Okay. Don't want to run your fingers through somebody's scalp, huh? Nope, got definitely it. not. Got it.
6: Hair hair. I just you know it's just one of those things. Everyone's got their things, and I feel like hair is important to me. Okay. All I'm right. Next you. one. So I saw a really funny TikTok video go viral over the weekend. It was of a guy getting even with his, quote, rude neighbor. The TikToker, mm-hmm. his name is That Projector Guy, okay. who has had some issues with his neighbor in the past, set up a projector to play Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion song, WAP.
3: WAP. I love WAP. On his
6: neighbor's porch. He then ran inside and and hid to watch his neighbor's reaction. So his neighbor came out. She was like this probably middle-aged slash older woman. And she was like, excuse me. And it was a very funny, like, Karen, typical Karen moment.
3: Really? Did she come out like, would you stop playing WAP?
6: She was like, excuse me. Kind of like a witch, what it sounded like. It was very funny.
3: Laura, can you play WAP for us?
6: Um, but have you guys ever had a very rude neighbor? No, can't play or that song you, on the air. Or I'm have there. you ever been a rude neighbor? <laughs> swipe left or swipe right.
1: No, I, I've usually been a really good neighbor. Like, I have... I'm trying to think. Um, like, I, I've always been like the guy... Like, when I lived in an apartment building, when I was, you know, single, or even just me and my wife at the time, or my, when we were dating, like, it even if people had like parties going on, like I wasn't the guy calling or whatever. Like that just wasn't my thing. Like, yeah, let them have fun. Like i one day it'll be me. You know what I mean? Like we'll be having a party and we won't want anyone calling. Right. Like, so like I've never really been that guy. I, I've been, I, you know what I have been. I've been the neighbor that like, I've heard something crazy happen, like a crash or something happened like down the street. And I've like run out and been like, Oh my God, is everyone like, is there anyone hurt? Like I've, and well, that's like a like nice that.
6: neighbor. You're not like the well, like uh, to the, rescue. the wow. busybody neighbor like my mom who'd run over there and be like, what's going on over here? Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, I was thinking the other way, though. Have I ever had a really rude neighbor? I can't think of a time where I've been necessarily the rude guy neighbor, but I can't think of a time where I've had the rude neighbor. But this is actually so funny you brought this up. Just this weekend, I pulled up to Rubber Rachel's house. And three doors down, there's a guy, and next door, there's a lady, and apparently, this lady has caused some havoc within the neighborhood. I don't really know all the stories, mm-hmm. but I saw this guy yelling at this lady, you effing b! everybody in this neighborhood hates you. And I was, like, out front, just walking in, like, what the hell's going on here? This is such bleepery. It was bleepery. <laughs> it was just me and some other so what dude. What happened? I, that was it. Like wow. he went in, she went in. I walked in. I was like, "You have no idea what just happened." She what? I go, "This guy's yelling at the lady next door that everybody apparently doesn't like." We don't know her. We've never met her. Yeah, this I, guy was bawling her out
6: though. Wow. I'm, I've got neighbor stories living in an apartment complex, especially around here for days. Well, we know you told us oh, that yeah, one I've story got, about that
1: weirdo I guy. Joined
6: you. I've got so many, and then I've even got stories back from when I like lived in Ohio. And this past weekend, I actually was wondering this myself because I. I like sometimes I'll take a nap after work and then I'll wake up at like a weird hour, like one a.m. and I'm like, oh crap, I had to get something done. So I was putting together this chair that I had and it was like one thirty in the morning. And at one point I needed to, to use a like a hammer. A mallet to like mm. clink it together. Oh,
1: that's a bad idea.
6: And it was like one in the morning, but I was like, I know my roommate sleeps like a log so I could do this. It was literally like. Yeah, but what like, about your neighbor? Well, it was like two minutes that I was doing this and I was like, they'll get over it. They had like banged on the wall at me. and I Oh no, to I'd be pissed like, at you.
1: Well, I, I, oh no, that like. You're the, the morning girl. Right what You're is You're that lying. guy. You're was, that guy. It was
6: literally like two no, minutes. No, no, no. And you
1: know, are no, that guy. Uh, and no, no. Two no, in the morning banging, that's different. banging versus banging.
6: Well, wait, and I. if will you're having a party mention... at two in the
1: morning, I'll, that's different because maybe, maybe I'll be like, yo, wife and I are coming over, but, like, right. but not like banging a mallet or a hammer at two in the morning. Hell no.
6: Well, they, they often have loud music playing really late, whatever, because like I said, sometimes I'm up at weird hours. But the guy, I had to move my bed to the other side of the room because the guy snores so loud it would keep me up at night. Like uh-huh. I could hear him snoring through the wall.
3: Wow. It was bad. He's that guy.
6: Yes. Just He's
3: like, you know, you're That, that guy. guy. You're the hammer-in-the-middle-of-the-night guy. Yeah.
6: I was the other night. I mean, it's, it wasn't my finest yeah, that, moment, that, but you that, know that
1: what? Was, that, that was weird. You just had a Trey Turner moment. I, just, you you know, I, just, I was gaff. just
6: like, whatever. You know, they'll yeah. get over it.
3: Yeah. Dude, they're questioning nope. your effort now. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Cappy, I saw you responding to uh, 805 Raider, who helped you win the other day on uh, Mason and Ireland's right. Game of Games. Yeah. He said, at Scott Kaplan, your boy Sedano's 100% right on this Trey Turner thing. He should have tried to score no questions asked. And you said, right! Right! With an exclamation point. But he's questioning the effort and or where his head is at. So say it. Yeah, say it. And then I responded to you that said, Why are you so basic? Life isn't binary. It's plenty nuanced.
3: Well, I had that I I, I talked about nuance earlier today related to Charles Barkley versus Robert Ori. Robert Ori no, versus no, 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 There's lots of nuance there, well, and I wasn't allowed to be nuanced back No, no, no,
1: but you explained it better the second time than you oh. did the first time. All right. That was the difference. Got you it. explained the actual nuance is what you and then I was like, Oh, now I get it, of course.
3: All I know is this. Trade. Why are you so basic, though?
1: That's a good question.
3: I don't know. I don't know if it's basic or not. Look, I agree. Trade Turner, when you're down to nothing and it's the eighth inning and yeah. you're on the road and you've already lost a couple of games, was this Saturday's yeah. game or Sunday's game? Dale, corre. Okay? So, look, you're supposed to go for it. And, and as a leader and as somebody yeah. whose game is speed, you should go for it. But mm-hmm. I can't see the third base coach. I don't know what's in his head. You know. Questioning his effort? No, 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 not questioning his effort. He might have worse. forgotten how many
1: outs there were, to be honest
3: well, with you. Right? Worse, you said it's not questioning his effort. You said it's worse. It's questioning where well, his the head's mental. At. I mean, again, because you're not at, at
1: least if you had a mental gaffe, if you admit it, I I will say if he if someone admits they made a mistake like in these situations, I'm the first to be like, hey man, he's human. He's gonna make a mistake. Like I know you don't love it, but. That's the reality of it. We all make mistakes.
3: Right. Chris Webber called the timeout when there weren't any.
1: When you, get defend, when you get defensive about it and you start, like, blaming the reporter was asking right. you the question, the what reporter's kind of question fault. is this? Right. You know, that seems silly. It's the media. Uh, radio radio Tinder is presented by our sponsor, our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning, small-batch premium sipping tequila made from the finest mature agaves available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com, and do what I do. Demand the extraordinary with tequila mandala all right final segment coming up next mason and ireland got into this ridiculous debate about steph curry let's touch on some of that because i want to revisit that i thought it was a funny conversation we'll do it as we're leading up to the game at six o'clock here on 710 espn back in two minutes
5: another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: no pare. baila. Scott Kaplan.
5: Dude, when I baila, buy baila, buy check me out,
3: Laura. Look,
2: let's take a look yeah, at... He's, he's, he looks like he's juggling... I don't even want to say what. What? What does it
3: look like I'm juggling? What? Like tennis balls, coconuts, bowling pins. What am I juggling?
2: I will leave that up to anybody's imagination.
3: Baile, baile. Baile, Baila, (laughs) baila. Yes.
2: All bad, bro. All bad.
3: Not that far off, you know. You guys should give me a little credit. My Spanish is not that far off.
2: No, no, no. It's not the Spanish that I'm giving you hell for. It's whatever the hell you were doing right there. The
3: juggling move. This is the front juggle right here. And watch this. Side juggle. Now side. Now front and back and side. Can you
6: actually juggle side. in real life, though? Oh, I hells can. to the yeah. I can No,
3: you can't. can't. Come on.
1: I bet you you can.
3: Come on. Give me, give me three tennis balls. Let me juggle.
5: Okay.
1: I'm going to bring three tennis balls to the, uh, to the event tonight in the parking lot. Do
3: it. Yeah, not basketballs. They're too big. No, no. Tennis. I will bring three P- tennis people
1: balls
5: People can't to the... juggle <laughs> basketballs.
3: Why not? I bet you, I bet you Anthony Davis can because he's working on his juggling.
6: Working on something.
3: Working on his gaming
1: happy i'm going to bring um i'm going to bring 3 tennis balls i'm going to bring a can of tennis balls and i'm going to see if you can juggle in the parking lot all I'm right gonna videotape it
3: how let me ask you a question you and i are going to go to this event tonight right yeah and I will be there
1: for about 45 minutes because i got to get back to watch the game.
3: Okay, my, that's my question. Is the game going to be on at the Laker Complex? I don't
1: I don't know, but I, I need to be prepared to do work tomorrow morning, and I need to be able to at least watch. I'm going to record it, but I'm going to need to watch the fourth quarter in real time.
3: So i got to say, as far as these NBA finals are concerned, and I know you wanted to get to this Steph Curry debate that everybody's been having today, which I don't really understand where it came from and why we're having it, but that's okay. Well, because
1: uh, he's been the best player.
3: Right, but I'm willing to jump in. But here's the thing. You see the story this weekend about Dell Curry and his wife, and how they're at the they're game. They're dating.
1: They're dating uh, exes, basically. right?
3: Right. So yes. Dell Curry, Steph Curry's mom, dad, and his mom. I think her name's Sonia. They were married, yes. and then there's this other couple, two people. Yeah. I don't know who they are. Let's just call them John and Sue. Right. And and they were married, yeah. and then and then Dell and and Sonia got divorced, and John and Sue got divorced, and, and now, now they're dating each other. Right. Yes. Dell is dating Sue. And, and Sonya's, and dating, Sonya's Joe. dating John, right? Yes. John, right? Yeah. And and they're all at the game together. Yeah. And and so it's like swapping spouses, which—that's
6: exactly what it is.
3: Yeah, it's not like it. It it, it actually is it. Um, what does everybody think about this?
1: I mean, it's a free country, man. You can date whoever the hell you want. I don't know. Yeah. Like, no, I I, I love think it. It's
6: weird. And if that were my parents, I'd be like, what the hell? Really? It is yeah. weird.
3: It, is it weird? Yeah. Now, according to the reports, the guy played football at Virginia Tech when Del Curry was a basketball player at Virginia Tech. Well, I think
1: the family knew each other clearly before. Right.
3: Listen, I've Mm. seen this happen before, guys. I have seen a lot of this. Okay. I've seen... So you're
6: a a fan of wife swapping. Well, I'm a fan of... Oh. Well,
3: I'm a... Like, Mm. I've seen a lot of, like, cheating couples where, like, the wife is cheating with this guy... And then his wife finds out. So then she goes and sleeps with that girl's husband. Like, like that a reality show. Oh, dude, I got them. I got stuff. plenty of them. I got I know a couple and and they're involved in a relationship with another couple. So when they all four get together, so they're swingers. Yes. Oh. But just four of them. They're not like swingers with everybody. There's only four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. All This is kind of interesting family dynamics. I find this stuff to I be fascinating. Share. I don't share. See that George beyond interesting. Fascinating.
2: Fascinating is your
3: secondary word, right? Interesting is my first one, but this is beyond interesting. This is fascinating. But
6: swinging is a completely different thing than this wife swap situation because to me, it's super awkward for like everybody else involved because they've got their sets of friends and their social circles and the kids, you know, like and the families on both sides. Where it's like, oh, I'll see you at Christmas, but maybe not. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's a very awkward, uh, uncomfortable situation for everyone else.
5: Yeah.
2: I'm kind of I'm not kind of. I mean, I agree with you, but like so not, like for me it's just I ain't gonna tell nobody what to do with their life, but it is weird. Yeah,
1: it ain't my problem. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. Like,
2: I hey, don't hey, care. Weird, right. They
6: can live their life. I do like I thing. have no problem with it. But I would think if that were my parents, I would be extremely like weirded Dude, out by it,
3: it. But listen, here's the thing. All my my mom's over here with that guy who I've known forever, my dad's okay, over here with he, his he, ex wife. Here,
1: here's probably here you know, if I had to guess, and this is just a venturing a guess, okay? Um, I I don't know if this is like again I don't I don't even know why I'm doing this but or entertaining this but nonetheless my guess is they they've known each other for a long time according to the story I read they used to actually go as a group and watch Seth Curry's Duke games back in the day um, so they've known each other for a really long time to your point the the gentleman played football while Dell was a basketball player at Virginia Tech so they probably have known each other for a really long time which means they've all been close for a really long time so. Um, when that happened, you know, probably simultaneously, or, or or you know, probably near around the same amount of time, they both got divorced. They probably were like shoulders to cry on,
3: right? No, dude. Or, well, no. no. Or, somebody cheated on somebody. That's or, what happened
1: or, I, here. I, I, why does it have to always be that? maybe it was maybe it was but i don't I know think why that did, was how a report. War. i
6: yeah. think that was a report yeah I we don't know yeah. yeah we don't know that we can't speculate no. but that was a report or a rumor yeah
3: that that somebody cheated on somebody and then then the other two got together i mean yeah listen. you know what you are cappy tell me un chismoso does that mean hot no okay because <laughs> i thought that you were giving i thought you were telling me that i was hot what does it mean un chismoso sounds like sexy to me <laughs> <laughs> right laura i mean is it como se dice gossip Yes. Oh, oh, yeah, George. Gossip Queen. Ja- okay, tell me how to say that in español? Chismoso. Chismoso. In in Yiddish, that's yenta. Yes, I'm a yenta. I'm a You ask me to to pay money to support journalism. I don't support journalism. I support sensationalism. Yes. I'm
1: actually asking you not only to support journalism, but support the kid who comes on every week to talk to us about baseball without getting a dime.
3: Un chismoso. Yeah. How well, about you just
1: not. pay Substack? It's
3: 50 how much? bucks for the year. Okay. Maybe I will. Maybe You're I will.
1: Cheapo. Well, a Yenta. You're a chismoso and a cheapo.
3: Yenta, chismoso, cheapo, and doesn't support Escudo. journalism.
1: Yeah, so, Escudo.
3: Supports Escudo. sensationalism. So you were saying about this debate about Steph Curry, though?
1: Yeah, Ireland and, and was freaking out, like saying that you can't have him. He can't win the the MVP. Well, if he's the best player, I mean, I mean, it, it's not gonna. It's gonna depend on the eleven people who make that who vote on that. That's right. what it is. But
3: if I'm sitting there courtside and I'm voting. And I'm like, okay, so the Celtics just won, but Steph Curry scored all these points and kept his team alive and willed them to victory and so on. Like the Celtics have the trophy, but I do think the best player, the most valuable guy in the whole thing was this guy. Cause yeah, if it wasn't say, for him,
1: let's say it goes seven, like the Cavs and warriors did. Right. And that's why, um, well now that one's different, but let's say it goes seven. Right. And the Celtics win by one, but Steph Curry's still averaging like forty points a game. Okay, But they went on like a crazy last shot, right? And everyone else is just playing to their averages at that point. Like, mm-hmm. isn't shouldn't Steph be considered?
3: Yeah, why is there this unwritten rule that the well, since only Jerry way West
1: it hasn't happened? That's well, the right whole thing.
3: But I'm just saying it's we all are are we sort of brainwash ourselves? No, no, no. You can't be on the losing side and be the MVP. The MVP LeBron has to come from the winning side.
6: LeBron should have won it in 2015.
3: Yeah, I don't. I don't know why. Well, no, I would this... have given it
1: to Steph personally, then. But
6: whatever. Revision is history.
3: Well, I don't understand why there's this. Like I said, this this unwritten expectation that a guy who's on the losing team can't be the most valuable player. It's an individual honor.
6: By the way, do you guys remember what happened on this day in 2016?
3: Today, 2016. Today's June 13th, mm-hmm. correct? June mm-hmm. 13th, yep. 2016. Where was I? June 13th, 2016. Ooh, dark place. Okay.
6: <laughs> it was the beginning of the greatest comeback in sports history of all time, ever. Is Where, that right? Yeah, game five of the Cavs Warriors finals.
5: Oh.
3: Mm-hmm. Great memories. Greatest comeback in the history of sports, George. Is that right?
1: Ooh, I don't know. I Probably the Red Sox, right? I mean, they came back down 0-3. <laughs> that never happened before in baseball. <laughs>
6: No one has ever. And come I back say that as a 3-1. guy who
1: back then was a big Yankees fan, and said on the air that there was quote no way on God's green earth that the the Red Sox are going to win four straight against the Yankees.
3: And look what happened. I'm trying to think what four year that quote. was. Was that two thousand two, two thousand one, two thousand oh four? Uh huh. Yeah. All right, I can it buy was. that.
1: And it was the year after the Yankees broke their heart with Aaron Boone.
3: So, mm.
1: Um. So anywho.
3: All, all right. right so I'm, I'm going to meet you with the who Lakers wins tonight. I'm going to take Golden State's going to win tonight, and I'm going to wear your jacket proudly tonight at this Laker event.
1: Okay. I'm going to rock it. I'll be there in 30 minutes, but I'm out by 7.15. If you're not there by then.
3: How long is it going to take me to get from LA Live?
1: Eh, Like 40. All right, we're done here. Great job, Lindsey and Laura. NBA Finals, Game 5. Next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10
0: hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too.